Hello there, sports world, and welcome back to Documentary Sports. I am your host, The Doc, and if you are listening to this on the record date, it is June 17th, 2022, and Game 6 of the NBA Finals took place last night, where the Golden State Warriors won by a final score of 103 to 90 to take their fourth championship in eight years. Fourth championship in eight years. Obviously, Stephen Curry, monster season, winning All-Star MVP, Conference Finals MVP, and finally, finally, in his fourth title, wins the NBA Finals MVP Of course, those previous three years when the Golden State Warriors locked horns with the Cleveland Cavaliers, that first year in 2015, Andre Iguodala won the Finals MVP award. And then, of course, back-to-back years of 2017 and 2018, it was won by that snake, Kevin Durant. But now, of course, finally, four titles four trips, one finals MVP by Mr. Stephen Curry, who posted up a field goal, total field goal percentage of 437, had averaged about 26 points per game. If you want to look at the exact amount, that is 25.5, had about 5.2 rebounds per game, 6.3 assists per game, and 0.4 blocks per game. Whatever you got to say about Golden State, whether you hate them, you love them, you're a bandwagon, they're here. They're back. Everybody said, hey, they're done. The dynasty is over. Of course, when the Milwaukee Bucks and the Suns took over last season and then the Lakers in 2020 in the bubble, Mickey Mouse. Sorry. uh, Sorry for that terrible Mickey Mouse impression attempt. But back to it, you know, Giannis won in 2021, LeBron won it in 2020, Stephen Curry takes it in 2022. Um, You know, as a Cleveland fan, you would think I didn't want Golden State to win, you know, fuck Golden State, fuck the Warriors, fuck Stephen Curry, fuck Draymond, you know, fuck them all, right? But no. And, well, I'm going to admit at first, yeah, you know, I didn't like the Warriors at all, you know, but that's all part of the temporary rivalry that we had with them in that four-year stretch. Um, But now coming to be a more of a generalized sports fan, um, I appreciate and I appreciate the greatness that that team has. And honestly, it's not that I wanted the Warriors to win. But fuck Boston, fuck that city, fuck that fan base, fuck that team, fuck them. Just just fuck them. Of course, infamously, of course, infamously, that Celtics team swept... The Cavaliers in the 
um, finals. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they were swept by the uh, Spurs. Um, that, man, I'm getting my ears mixed up. Um, the Celtics were a thorn in the Cavalier side in the um, mid to late 2000s. Um, I believe, if I'm looking at it correctly, that would be the two, yeah, 2008 uh, semis. The Celtics won that series four to three. Um, fuck Boston. Just, yeah, fuck Boston. So, because of course, you know, what resides in Boston for Cel- the Celtics also resides for the Patriots. And we all know that the Patriots are the uh, NFL bandwagon. So, fuck them. Um, Major congrats to the Warriors. Um, your stats for this game, your stats for game six. Uh, Danny Green had 42 minutes, went five for 10 from the field, had 12 points, two steals, two blocks, eight assists, and 12 rebounds. Porter Jr. had 13 minutes, went two for three, had six points. Um, only stat he recorded aside from that was a defensive rebound. Andrew Wiggins, 44 minutes, went seven for 18, had 18 points. Three blocks, four steals, five assists, and six rebounds. And the man of the the man of the series, Stephen Curry, forty minutes went twelve for twenty-one, six of eleven from the three-point line, um, had 34, 34 to put it away, with one block, two steals, seven assists, and seven rebounds. And Clay Thompson finishes out starters, forty-one minutes went five for twenty, excuse me, twelve points. Zero blocks, two steals, two assists, and five rebounds. Um, notable bench additions were Poole, went five for 12, had 15 points, no stats aside from two assists and three rebounds. They shot 41.3 from the field, 100% from the free throw line, of course. Um, Peyton, the second, went two for two, Poole went two for two, and Curry went four for four. Now, the Celtics stats, a um, little bit of a dud outside of the starters. Uh, Tatum, 40 minutes, went 6 for 18, had 13 points, 1 block, 3 steals, 7 assists, 3 rebounds. Horford went 39 minutes, 6 for 8, 19 points, 3 turnovers. Oh, I'm sorry, mentioning turnovers, Tatum had 5 turnovers. You know, in order to win games, you can't give up the turnover battle and... That turnover battle, actually, the totals were Celtics had 22 to Golden State's 15. I'm getting off track. Going back to the stats. Horford, two steals, two assists, 14 rebounds. Williams, third, 10 points. Went four for eight. I'm sorry, six rebounds, nine assists, two steals. Marcus Smart, 38 minutes. Went four for 12, nine points, zero blocks, two steals. Nine assists, six rebounds, and Brown went 44 minutes, 12 for 23, had 34 points, no blocks, one steal, three assists, and seven rebounds, 34 points from Brown, and couldn't get it done. Um, The bench added nothing. Um, Williams, the Greg Williams, three points. White, two points. Other than that, the bench absolutely... Did not play. 
White and Williams went 16 minutes. Pritchard had eight minutes, but went 0 for 2, recorded a rebound and assist. And that's that was it. The Celtics shot 42.5 from the field, went 91.7% from the free throw line. Horford shot three for three on that. Williams shot two for two. And Brown shot five for six. The only other free throw came from Williams, who shot that one for one. Like I said, Warriors won the series four to two. Game six. Um, a lot of people were making fun of the joke. Um, you know, the gentlemen in Paris, you know, Tyson, Jackson, game six. But game six got shown up by Stephen Curry. Now, of course, as sports do, you already have the favorites for next season. The Warriors 5-1 to one odds to win 2023's title, followed by the Brooklyn Nets and Celtics, who are listed at 6-1. to one. The Bucks 15-2, Suns 8-1, Clippers 8-1 round out the single-digit odds entering the offseason. Um, doesn't list any. Oh, I'm sorry. Other notable championship odds for next season: the Miami Heat 14 to one, 76ers 16 to one, the Mavericks 16 to one, the Grizzlies 16 to one, the Lakers 22 to one, the Bulls 60 to one, and the Knicks 150 to one. The Oklahoma City Thunder, the Rockets, the Kings, and Magic have the longest championship odds, listed at 1,000 to one. You know, it's crazy that we normalize looking at next year when it's like five minutes after the game. Um, as a matter of fact, this article was posted at 1130 when the final score had to have been around 11 at that time, like five minutes later that that score came out or those odds came out. I'm sorry. Um, stat leaders. Now that the season is officially over, your offensive leaders were, you know, Giannis 31.7 and Luka 31.7 points per game. Jokic followed at 31. Even Butler, Butler at fourth place with 27.4, and John Morant closed that out at 27.1. Your defensive leaders, um, Jonas Valanciunas. I completely probably butchered that name, but he had 14.3, followed very, very closely by Giannis at 14.2. Jokic had 13.2. Rudy Gobert had 13.2. And Vukicet had 12.4. Your assist leaders, John Moran at 9.8. Harden 8.6. Chris Paul 8.3. Chris Middleton at 7, 7 even. And Giannis at 6.8. Love, love to see the season end the way it did. Like I said, not necessarily a Golden State fan. Obviously the opposite. I'm a Cavaliers fan, and you would think, oh, you want the Warriors to win. You're not a real fan, fake fan, fake fan. Fake Cavaliers fans bought him in. Shut up. Just shut up. You know, I didn't want the Warriors to win, but I didn't want the Celtics to win. I hate the Celtics just a little bit more. Because honestly, I never, if you look at it, Cleveland never really had a problem with Golden State until that four year 
clash, uh, collision. Um, always remember, 3-1. You're never going to live that down no matter how many titles you win, Steph. 3-1. 3-1. Blow that 3-1 lead. But um, Cleveland never really had a problem with Golden State and vice versa up until that four-year span. Of course, one of the greatest Christmas game, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day games, came in 2016 um, with the Cavs and the Warriors in the retro city uniforms. Um, the East, Cleveland and Boston have always fought for the East spot. Um, honestly, like I said, so just fuck them. I don't. I'd rather hate a conference a conference rival more than a Western rival. And the same goes for the NFL. Um, usually, I mean, usually, depending on the teams, I tr- I usually root for the Eastern representative. But then again, you know, that's been changing. Um, the more knowledgeable I become in the sports world and the less ignorant I become. Um, switching gears over to the MLB side of sports. Um, we're going to take a look at the game uh, finals for some of the games that happened as of yesterday. On the 16th, the Guardians beat the Rockies 4-2 at Coors Field in Denver. Um, Tristan McKenzie moves to 4-5 with a 2.96 ERA. And Cool moves uh, to 4-4 with a 3.69. Clays has a save of – has his 14th save of the season. Uh, The Guardians move to 32-27. And the Rockies moved to 27 and 37. Um, the Athletics beat the Red Sox 4 to 3. Uh, Blackburn goes to 6 and 2 with a 2.26. Um, Hill goes to 2 and 4 with a 4.42. Jimenez goes to 11 saves. The Athletics go 22 14. Uh, sorry, 22 to 43. And the Red Sox moved to 34 and 30. Padres beat the Cubs 6 to 4. They move to 41 and 24, and the Cubs go to 23 and 40. The Orioles beat the Blue Jays 10 to 2 on 13 hits. But um, one error on the Blue Jays. So the Orioles move to 28 and 37, and the Blue Jays move 37 to 26. Phillies beat the Nationals 10 to 1 with 11 hits to 5. Um, two errors on the Nationals. 33 and 31 becomes the Phillies record. The Nationals fall to 23 and 43. Yankees beat the Rays 2 to 1. Um, The Rays fall 35 to 28, while the Yankees move to a record of 47 and 16. Some might say the Yankees are the most dangerous team in baseball right now, but I guess we'll find out in October. Uh, The Mets beat the Brewers 5 to 4. 11 hits from the Brewers. Couldn't get it done. Uh, the Brewers fall to 35 and 30, while the Mets go up to 42 and 23. The Rangers beat the Tigers three to one. The Rangers go to 30 and 33. The Tigers fall to 24 to 39, and the Angels beat the Mariners with 10 hits to four. The Angels move up to 30 and 35, while the Mariners fall 28 to 36. Interesting games, of course. If you missed it the other night, uh, Stephen Kwan of the Guardians absolutely robbing the Rockies 
uh, going for catch potential catch of the year. Absolutely robbing the Rockies. Um, bottom of the seventh. Here's the bottom of the seventh. Um, hitting a if that had, if that had gotten down, man, it was already a close game, sloppy game a little bit. Um, if that hit had gotten down, of course, the Guardians would have been down, and that wouldn't have been a win. But Guardians sweep the Rockies, and then we'll move to – they will move on to the next series, which will be the Dodgers on 6-17, which is today. Oh, I'm sorry, tonight, because the game will be at 10, 10 p.m. Um, I mean, hey, <laughs> a guy can dream. Uh, we have one of the youngest um, teams in baseball right now. And I got to say, I mean, I'm a little disappointed by some things. Obviously astonished by the play from Jose Ramirez, Stephen Qua. And just overall, we're getting hot. The bats are getting hot. And the last time that happened, the Guardians went on to win 20-something 20 games in a row. And that was also part of the 2016 season where we also blew a 3-1 lead to the Chicago Cubs, which ended their 107-year drought. That was unfortunate. Personally, I don't blame it on the rain delay. My other thing has always been that we used our best catcher, I'm sorry, our best pitchers first. So that way when we were scraping the barrel in the extra innings, everybody was gassed. And that's unfortunately what it led to. And a lot of people want to blame the rain delay. A lot of people want to say, Ugh. a lot of people actually say um, the foul, the home run that would have been hit, Um, that was called foul. Um, I can't find the name. That's crazy. I can't find the guy's name. And I know his name. Um, I know his name. What in the world? I can't find his name. That's crazy. Um, wow. Um, I'm sorry. I can't find his name. That's insane. Wow. Um, wow, I, I can't, I can't find it. Um, that's crazy. Anyways, um, yeah, <laughs> that. 
the Cubs becoming the first team to come back 3-1 to win the series. Not in history, but since the 1985 Kansas City Royals. Um, they were also the first since the 1979 Pirates to do while winning game six and seven on the road, and the second team since the 1979 Pirates doing game seven as the visiting team with the 2014 San Francisco Giants also having achieved that feat in Kansas City. Uh, almost one year later, the 2017 Astros. Fuck that team. Fuck you, you bunch of fucking cheaters. Did the same thing in Los Angeles. Um, yeah, fuck them. You know what? No, 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 no. No, don't fuck Boston. Fuck Houston Astros, bro. That's some bullshit how that fucking title is allowed to sit there and stand. And fucking, they're allowed to be called champions. They fucking cheated. The hand signal bullshit, they cheated. And they're allowed to keep that fucking title? Nah, that's fucking stupid. You know that. We all know that. Stupid. Um. Anyways, um, with the Cubs winning, that ending that 107-year drought, the uh, Guardians then carried the longest drought, which at the time was 68, now standing at 73. Last title came in, uh, I'm sorry, coming in 1948. Uh, and then 16 years later, the last title in Cleveland for a long time would be the um, Cleveland Browns championship. And then and from 1964 until 2016, Cleveland would be under a dark rain cloud. And we don't talk about that. 2016 obviously gave us so much light. Um, I remember I remember watching game seven with my dad. And it was just, <laughs> I was a little youngin and I didn't know no better. And after the game, I like ran out, I ran out and I was screaming and yelling. People were honking. Um, it was, it was magic. And I really wanted to go to the parade. I didn't get a chance to, I was a little bit younger, a little bit too young to drive. Um, didn't have a car, didn't have a ride to Cleveland. Such a shame because I really wanted to go. Um, it was just magic. There, you know, a lot of people will consider the 2016 finals to be the greatest finals. Actually, depending on who you ask, people will either say that it's the greatest finals of all time or they will say at, at the very least it's the greatest finals in the last 30 to years. If you argue against the all-time, fair enough to you. You've got maybe maybe a little bit of bias. Maybe I've got a little bit of bias. Cleveland fans have a little bit of bias, maybe. Um, but you you cannot deny that the 2016 season, the, the 2016 season, 2016 as a whole was just one of the greatest years in sports. Of course, you had Peyton Manning winning Super Bowl 50, going out on the highest note you can um, with a Super Bowl win at Super Bowl 50 against the Panthers, obviously the Cubs ending that 107-year drought, the Cavaliers ending the Cleveland curse, coming back 3-1, Alabama nipped 
Clemson, 45 to 50, or 40, 45 to 40. Villanova's buzzer beater, uh, Leicester, Cinderella story. Um, the NBA season, not to mention the Warriors blowing that 3 1 lead. They broke the Bulls record of 72 and 10 and finished that season with 73 and 9. And then Cleveland, of course, coming back. That was just 2016 as a whole was just one of the best years um, in sports. You know, a lot of a lot of Cinderella stories happening in that time. Uh, very quickly, um, I know I looked at some scores for uh, previous or for yesterday's games. So we're going to take a quick rundown of the standings. Uh, the Yankees lead the AL East 47-16, followed by the Blue Jays at 37-26. They are followed by the Rays at 35-28. The Red Sox trail them 34-30. And the Orioles are at the bottom of the AL East 28-37. Now the AL Central is starting to heat up a little bit. The Twins 37-28, followed very closely by the Guardians, who are very getting red hot 32-27. The White Sox are 30 and 31. The Tigers are 24 and 39. And the Royals are at the bottom, 21 41. Now to finish out the American League, um, the West is 39 and 24, led leading Astros, uh, followed by the Rangers at 30 and 33. They are followed by the Angels at 30 and 35. The Mariners trail them 28 to 30 or 28 and 36. The Athletics are at the bottom, 22 43. Switching over to the National League. The Mets are at the top of the East, 42-23. Um, second coming is Atlanta, 37-27. Uh, the Phillies, 33-31. The Marlins, 28-33. The Nationals are 23-43 at the bottom of that pack. Uh, the NL Central, the Cardinals lead, 37-28. The Brewers are following them, 35-30. The Pirates, 25-37. The Cubs and the Reds are both tied at 23 and 40. Both um, 13 games back. I can't imagine um, their record is about the same, honestly. If, look, I'm looking at stats. Yeah, they're about, they're literally the, about the same. Um, and the uh, NL West follows our standings. The Padres are leading that. Division 41-24, the Dodgers 39-23, the Giants 35-27, the Diamondbacks are 30 and 35, and the Rockies are 27-37. That's funny because um, I have a very close friend who is a Giants fan and doing a little bit better than the Guardians. Then again, I mean, the Guardians have had a lot of games postponed due to inclement weather that's going on in Cleveland because, I mean, it's Cleveland. It's 2022. I don't know why we haven't built a dome. Come on. Then again, the Dolans are our owners. And we all know how cheap they are. So, yeah. But um, the Guardians have had a lot of games postponed or canceled. They, they've had to go on double headers or even at one time a triple header was planned. Uh, so, obviously, their win-loss column is a little bit far behind or a little bit a few games behind. Like, as I said, they were following the, – they are very closely behind the Twins. 
with the Twins having five more wins than they do, only one more loss. But that is, again, due to the constant cancellation or postponement of games due to Northeast Ohio weather. Now that wraps up your um, that wraps up your MLB NBA score standings and everything else. Obviously, not real much going on NFL wise. It's just the off season. You know, haven't gotten to the draft yet. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we did go to the draft. I am completely ignorant. We have had the draft. Um, excuse me for trying to mislead you guys. Um, that is my apologies. Um, and like I said, we are just waiting for the season to start. Um, I'm excited. I don't know if you're excited. I'm excited. Um, a lot of retribution, a lot of payback, a lot of Cinderella stories coming your way in the NFL season this year. Um, I want to offer, you know, just like last episode and the first episode, I want to offer up a quick question um, for you guys to ponder on. Um, maybe share stories with your friends, family, coworkers, strike up conversations, strike up an argument, strike up a debate. Um, what do you think? Actually, I, I have multiple questions. You could you could strike up. Um, what do you think was the best NBA finals in the last 22 years? Obviously, I'm going to date back to 2000. What has been your favorite? Oh, okay. Let me let me take that back. What has been your favorite year in sports in the last 22 years? I know as I was going on today, a lot of people are going to say 2016 because that was just you you can't you can't write you can't. uh pardon me on that cutoff. Um I got cut off by the uh I got cut off by my recording. So as I um was saying a lot of people are going to say 2016 because you just can't write that. You can't write that kind of perfection. Everything happening in such a perfect gift wrapped kind of way. You just can't write that. I'm sorry. I know I've said that three times now, but you just can't. Um, a lot of people would maybe say 2012. Of course, the uh, 3P of the Lakers. So... Um, and then of course, NFL wise, you have the Patriots going 18 and one being beat by the giants and then the giants beating them that second time you have, of course, 2020 where I wanted to shoot myself in the foot with the Cleveland Browns giving me, giving the fan base a lot of hope that turned into disappointment going into the 2021 season. Um, they just showed us to stop giving up or stop keeping our hopes up high to just remain neutral and to remain happy with mediocrity because I'm sorry if you get feedback from that. I heard that feedback um, except mediocrity because it's Cleveland. Getting our hopes up just gives us stomach aches and else salsers and you know, it's just crazy. But yeah, let me know. Um, you can contact me or you know what? You can reach out to me on Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle, I have both a personal, um, if you want to reach out to me personally, 
my personal handle is the underscore doc 1054 or if you want to reach out for the show that is documentary sport but without the o so documentary and then sprt so reach me out give me your answers give me your comments questions concerns anything in between um unfortunately i am out of time actually then that's a lie i got all the time in the world but until next time guys i love you again thank you guys so much for all the support that you guys are giving me um i know we're only three episodes in but this is just 35 minutes went went by and i didn't even notice (laughs) so thank you guys so much for all the kind and positive reception that you guys are giving me so far and i hope to guy i hope to continue the show and you guys will be riding right there with me so like i said if you want to shoot questions concerns comments answers trivia mer you know hit me up uh like i said my personal twitter handle will be the um the underscore doc 1054 and if you want to reach out to the show still run by me documentary sport uh sprt so thank you guys so much for listening i hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and stay frosty signing out